1: Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses podcast. I am Rooster, here with Crow. Hello. How you feeling, Crow? Pretty good. Really?
0: Pretty dang good. You are? Oh. You're sure? I'm just chomping at the bit.
1: Absolutely sure? Why, what should I not be? I'll write this down for later. Okay. (laughs) All right, so, we need to talk about stuff. Yep. The biggest thing I want to get to is this whole Hunter Biden thing. Now, most people are tired of this. They know what it was. The mainstream media, whether it was CNN, New York Times, or the Washington Post, just said, it's not a story. It's Russian disinformation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Biden even said it on the campaign trail in the debates. He was like, nope, it's uh, these however many, uh, uh, it, something like 17 or 31 or intelligence experts said, no, it's it's fake. Um, we all know that that happened. I don't want to talk about why it happened, because we all know, and they won that fight, they got their guy elected, and they covered up a story that a bunch of people have said, now, geez, I might not have voted for him if I knew that. What I want to talk about is the other side of this, because now all of those outlets I've mentioned, CNN, uh, New York Times, and the Washington Post have come out and said, you know what? This really is kind of, it's real, and uh, it's kind of a problem for Hunter, so... We'll see what happens
0: yeah most people that have, have ooh, I'm really loud here uh, most people that have been following this uh, on the right side of things go yeah of course it's it's gonna come out and the media is gonna have to admit it and it's it's too late to, to change the election so they're gonna they're gonna admit it now it's like yeah but that's not there's still an it, I think there's there's other reasons for them to do it now and they're seeing what's happening with uh, with the uh, midterms coming up and with the the obvious decline of Joe Biden and they want him out of there, I think.
1: Okay. But, and that's what I want to get to is like, what is the plan? You know, the sort of, and I'm, I'm sort of tongue in cheek when I'm saying this, the lefty puppet masters here, what's the plan? It can't just be to get Joe out of there because if they thought they could get him out and put someone competent in, they know it's not Kamala Harris. Right. Nobody thinks it's Kamala Harris. You know, even though she's a master at understanding the significance of the passage of time, mm-hmm. she is a shit show. I mean, you'll at least I think you would. You'll take a feeble Joe Biden over an energetic Kamala Harris any day. And if anybody asks why, obviously, it's because she's a woman. Well, right?
0: you know, what's funny about that is, is you you consider his cognitive uh, Biden's cognitive decline and the fact that he's been like. The White House has been having to completely go opposite of what he's been saying. It's like he said uh, that we'd respond in time if they if yeah. Russia uses chemical weapons, and the White House says no, 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 no. And you, and you go, okay, that's really bad. But Kamal Harris, not suffering cognitive decline, is cognitively in the same sphere as that because she says some fucking stupid shit.
1: Well, and that's why I'm kidding about the her being a woman thing. Oh, uh, I know, but 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 but, but, that's, but the point is, the point is she's she is a mess. She is in that position because she is a black woman. She's not in that position because she's a qualified black woman. Right. They just went, hey, she ran for president, so yeah, it works. And she's a senator in California, so this will be good. And now they're looking around going, shit, what do we do? And the worst part about that is, I'll bet you they're even going, okay, if we get Joe out of there and Kamala's the president, who's the vice president? And they're still going, shit, who yeah. do we put in there? I've got nobody.
0: I don't want to go on another um, rabbit hole or uh, derail us on this, but I do have to talk about uh, Katanji Brown
1: Jackson real quick. (laughs) By the way, I fucked up her name so many times in the last episode. I had rice mixed in there, and I think you did that to me. Oh, yeah. You're a dick. Because Katanji sounds Japanese. Yeah. Anyways, I got to bring this up real quick.
0: You know, you said she's probably a a very bright woman, but uh, blah, 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 blah. She's still, I think. Um, she's she's not qualified to be a Supreme Court justice I and and you listen to her her responses to some of these questions where she had she had ample time she one of the senators even wrote beforehand before the hearings what he was going to ask about specific cases he was going to ask about so that she would have time to prepare for that because he says I didn't want to do gotcha questions. I wanted you to have I wanted to have a legitimate understanding of why this was done in, in these these this case it was the case where the uh, where the 18 year old had, pornography of a nine-year-old or something. And she did a super lenient uh, uh, um, sentence. sentence and was apologizing to his family and him. About, and so he, this guy's, uh, I legitimately want to know why. So she had ample time to prepare for it. And her answer was ridiculous. It was like, I don't know what this, I don't really know much about this. I don't remember much about this case and that stuff. I mean, she didn't have good answers for any of it.
1: Well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut her a ton of slack. Cause one, I watched the hearings and I think again, unlike Sonia Sotomayor, who's a dummy, I feel like I'm repeating last episode. I think Ketanji is it Jackson Brown or Brown Jackson? Jackson Brown, I think. Whatever. Brown Jackson. Brown Jackson. I didn't say Rice. So <laughs> she, um, I thought she she is obviously an intelligent person. Whether or not she's the best candidate, I don't know. But I, I also think I also think since Clarence Thomas. It used to be Supreme Court justices were approved, you know, 85 to 15. And now, ever since Clarence Thomas, every one of them has been along partisan lines. And so this is no longer a non-political office, which it was supposed to be. It's a political office. So... They all have to – Republican or Democrat, they all have to navigate these answers so carefully.
0: Yeah, but even some of her answers – I was listening to her her answers about her judgments and what her philosophy was. And she went from saying her philosophy was one of what did the founding fathers or the people writing these rules, not just founding fathers, but what did people writing these rules, what were their intents, and basically acting like she's an originalist or – you know along those lines and then in the very next breath she's talking about how she had decided on her own that you know these these um, um guidelines for sentencing for this this pedophilia stuff was uh wasn't keeping up with the times and they, they they you know it's like she's no you rule on the law as it is whether or not you think it's correct and then if it's if it's incorrect if it's wrong then the the legislative branch has to change that then you rule on it. Uh, she's she's you're not making legislation on the bench. Yeah. See, I don't think that stuff makes her dumb. I didn't say dumb unqualified uh, to be, to I, be I guess. Supreme okay. So fair
1: enough. I read unqualified as oh. not intelligent. No.
0: I, 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 she has intelligence, certain areas and she's, uh, she's, you know, um, Qualified for whatever certain things, but she's not qualified to be supreme. And then I heard a uh,
1: well, she's got a healthy dose of, dose of activist in her. Yeah, and that's which the is what that's which why. is
0: what everybody the left appoints is. Yeah, and then there's someone even said, I think she's overqualified. To be
1: Supreme Court Justice, that's probably that, Van Jones that's the number, or Whoopi Goldberg. That's the top post for you know she's an she's also an excellent surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we we got a way off. We <laughs> talked about her last
0: time. We got way off track, so we yeah. have to get back here to the Hunter Biden.
1: I I'll just laptop. say this: I think she's smart enough. I don't think she's the best choice because I think there are people who are better suited, and she got picked by her sex and her skin color.
0: Yeah. And her and her answers in the in the committee were they just didn't they didn't work they it didn't show somebody who was. A honest or B, um, uh, willing to, to do the job of Supreme Court justice as as it as it's meant to be, I guess.
1: Yeah, by by your standards, by the side that picked her, she's exactly what they're looking for. Activist. Yeah, exactly. So, but so back to this Hunter Biden thing. So, and I'm I'm trying not to again. I'm saying this tongue in cheek, but I'm trying to not to sound like all conspiratorial. But there's got to be some conspiracy to this as to why the mainstream media suddenly is not only acknowledging the story, but they're kind of embracing it. And it can't be because they're trying to get Joe out of there. It can't be. Because, one, this is going to undermine them on the the, um, November elections. What are they called? I'm totally spacing it. Hmm. Midterms. Midterms. Anyway, so I kept thinking primaries, and I knew that was wrong. So, it's not going to help them in the midterms if the Hunter Biden stuff comes up. It's just not. So why are they talking about it?
0: Yeah, every every hit, um, it can't Washington be. Post, um, a bunch of blue check marks. Um, uh, what else? USA Today.
1: And it can't be just that they're saving themselves. CNN. Yeah.
0: MSNBC all these they're all reporting on it now but it can't be that they're saving themselves it's too late for that
1: <laughs> excuse me but they're doing it en masse you know yeah. if if a couple of them came out and said you know i'm i'm feeling a little uh, queasy about this kind of stuff word
0: came down that this is something they have to they have to talk about and and so why
1: yeah what's the That's agenda? what i don't get what can they be shooting for there's i can't see a good outcome for them Now, I I heard it from someone, I can't remember who, and it stuck with me, but when they were talking about the Biden administration basically bumbling through everything in the first year, this is a few months ago, they said, this is what happens when you have, and I've repeated this before, an administration built with activists and not professionals. You know, people get in there and say, well, this is what we want to do. Like Nancy Pelosi today was like, we're not going to... uh, we're not gonna let this be an excuse this whole uh, um, oil shortage thing be an excuse for the oil companies to just start uh, setting us back on climate change again i mean that's completely out of touch with reality i mean so it's it's people who are pushing an agenda that don't understand how things work and I don't i can't figure out what the end game of this would be Do you think there's some trap being set
0: for who for Trump or for the right?
1: I, I can't imagine what it would be.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, the, uh, there was a trap being set for the January 6th.
1: Yeah. And Trump stumbled right into it. And and, and a
0: lot of, a lot of the Republicans and a lot of people on the right fell into it. Um, But there was, uh, there was reason to believe that Pelosi and others kind of foresaw that this could be a flashpoint event and and orchestrated it so that if it did become a flashpoint event, that it would be aggravated by the fact that they didn't have enough officers, that they didn't have, you know, all that kind I of don't, stuff.
1: So. I don't buy for a second that they actually foresaw what happened. I can buy that they said, we're not going to have a big military presence because it's not going to look good. And then this happened and they went, we're going to use that. And they just kept hammering it.
0: Oh, I think they they knew beforehand that this might be the emotions were high, and if if there was any chance that Trump supporters were gonna finally flip, this was it. See, I, I th- especially with the, with the QAnon bullshit,
1: I would say they didn't actually think that could happen, and that's why they put what is obviously. Fed agitators in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's plenty of video showing that stuff.
0: Fed agitators and uh, leftists, just your run-of-the-mill types.
1: And I think it was Dan Crenshaw, who you hate, um, (laughs) who said, you know, we've got these people who are – there's video of these people planting those bombs, the fake bombs at the RNC and DNC headquarters the day before. Yeah. So January 5th. He goes, how do these people just disappear? Yeah. How do we not know who the they are? The same with the day before the busload of uh, people with weapons. Right. We pull all of these faces out of the crowd in all of this stuff. We have enough surveillance to track down 300 and some people and charge 100 and some people with this. But we can't find the person who, who was at that spot. Yeah. He's like, that, that's not adding up to me. And when you look at it that way, and I understand that's how conspiracies are built. You know, conspiracies are basically, you don't have something to counteract this piece of evidence I made up, so therefore it's a conspiracy. But it's a damn good question. How come we can't find that person? How come we don't? That that person just walked away.
0: And most of these uh, questions we've been asking over the last couple of years that are, um, you know, um, right away jumped on as being conspiracies or conspiracy theory talk. Turns out that it's true, and it had a very uh, solid kernel of truth to begin with, like the Wuhan lab leak. I mean, it's just common sense. And you go, just because you go ask questions, go, this is what I believe is probably where we're we're leading to, but I don't have any proof of it. But let's talk about why this, that, and the other happened. Um, That's not conspiracy talk. That's, like you said, asking questions. You're not saying, I know for a fact this happened, but it sure looks like it.
1: Well, I mean – as a, as a means of comparison, when Jesse Smollett got beat up, right, by the two Nigerian uh, white supremacists that yeah. he hired, yeah, um, they were able to track those guys' movements for like an hour and a half before they – by going back and looking through surveillance and everything. Yep. Chicago is a major city with a lot of surveillance. Washington, D.C., I'm going to bet, has five times the surveillance that Chicago does and they've got this guy placing bombs and walking away but they can't find him before and after that. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. I I have a feeling that was that was and I don't know the exact uh plan to that, but I got to believe that's a fed plot there. Just like that who's the guy that they had walking around going, "Yeah, we should storm the Yeah. And no charges against him. No. Nope. You know? So uh, the difference between January 6th and this Hunter Biden thing is that January 6th, there's no there there. I mean, when you look at insurrections historically anywhere else in the world where they stormed now, the— This
0: was a protest
1: that got out of hand. Part
0: of it got out of hand. That's, that's all it was. But it wasn't had, an insurrection.
1: Yes, you had some idiots going into Nancy Pelosi's office and taking her laptop and somebody walking in and taking the speaker platform.
0: But that wasn't due to right. an insurrection plan or that plot. Was,
1: that was dumb stuff. It was dumb people on their own doing dumb shit. But you also have a ton of people walking inside the velvet ropes as they went through the Capitol and took yeah. pictures. This was not an insurrection. That's no. The same people who will call this an insurrection are the kind of people who will say, words are violence. No, you don't understand what violence is. So, the the difference with January sixth versus the Hunter Biden laptop is with January sixth, there's no there there. It's all performance. It's all ginned up stuff. Hunter Biden's laptop laptops are a shit show. Well, and not they're only they're bad,
0: right? And he admits to, uh, to all kinds of shit on him himself. Yeah, and He says, I think the Chinese are, or, what, or the Russians are probably uh, um, going to use a lot of stuff against me because there's some things I did. You know, he's like talking to prostitutes about this shit on, yeah. on video.
1: The, my point is, January 6th, not a crime, other than some trespassing and stuff like that. Hunter Biden's laptop goes right to the top. The big guy, who we're all assuming is Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. You've got people corroborating the evidence on there saying yeah i was in a business deal that's tony Bobolinsky guy the and, and then by one other guy yeah. too those things actually happened and then biden getting caught in lies saying i never
0: knew anything about by hunter's uh business dealings i never met with any of his business partners when there's blatant evidence and, and pictures and a paper, a trail of of him knowing exactly what he's doing and talking with these guys
1: well and for for people who understand this I know I'm repeating this, but bear with me a second. So, Joe Biden is on video saying, I tell the guy, fire the prosecutor or you don't get your billion dollars. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. He gets fired. Yeah. Right? That prosecutor in in Ukraine was looking into corruption by Burisma, which was the company that – Hunter Biden sat on the board for, which he admits he has no qualifications yeah, for yeah, whatsoever. The only reason
0: he was there is because he's the president's son.
1: Yeah, they asked him that. Do you think you're on this board if your last is not Biden? Probably not. What qualifications did he have? Didn't really have any. He's saying this. Yeah. So the prosecutor that they brought in who was a prosecutor who um, you know, the they said oh, the you know FBI and the CIA or whatever didn't like him. Well, but he had a reputation for going after corruption. So he was going after Hunter Biden's company, and Joe Biden is on video saying, "We told him you don't fire that prosecutor, you don't get your money." Yeah. Okay, but Trump is on a phone call with uh, Zelensky or Zelensky saying, "Hey, can you look into this stuff?" You know, he doesn't say we're going to withhold aid. Mm-mm. You know, I think he sort of implied that they could, but how is that any different than Joe Biden saying, "Yeah, we'll fire the prosecutor, you don't get your money." And I've shown that to friends of mine on the left, and they go, Well, wow, there are a lot of deep fakes out there. I'm like, Joe Biden has said that's him. <laughs> they won't deny he he's said that. proud of that. Yeah. Well, I had a couple of them deny to me that that was real. That's a deep fake. The White thing. House hasn't denied it. I know. This is their cognitive dissonance. This is their. Those people are hopeless. Absolutely. They're yeah. vote blue no matter who. Yeah. You know? So, but my point is. There's actually meat on that bone for the Hunter Biden thing. All the January 6th stuff is just made up stuff.
0: Do you want to talk about Clarence Thomas's wife?
1: Well, yeah. And so that leads into this. So Clarence Thomas's wife, uh, I think it's Jenny Thomas. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's her nickname, Jenny.
1: Longtime political activist. Doesn't apologize for being conservative. Her husband is Clarence Thomas. He's a justice um, on the Supreme Court. Allegedly, she is telling Mark Meadows, um, I think is the chief of staff. Yeah, the chief of staff.
0: uh, She texted him um, to get him to publicize alleged voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election and to tell Trump not to concede. So she said, you know, voter fraud, tell Trump not to concede. She texted uh, Mark Mark,
1: Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows allegedly got into a screaming match with Trump about you got to get out there and tell the rioters to leave. So Mark Meadows is not on the side of the Jenny Thomas conspiracy. Right. Right. So it's not like she found a kindred soul in this one. But Jenny Thomas just says, tell him not to concede. Put out the evidence out there. You know, don't concede the election, blah, blah, blah. I think she even talked about trying to overturn it. So now she's a traitor. And because she's married to a Supreme Court justice, he needs to resign. Or be impeached. He didn't do anything.
0: Well, the reason. So, Representative Betty McCollum, who's uh, uh, a, Minnesota, uh, uh, a Minnesota embarrassment, she's a Minnesota embarrassment. Exactly. Uh, she wants. She called for the for him to resign from the bench. She, you know, accuses him and his wife of having undermined the Constitution. And that's another thing that left is doing a lot. Uh, Democrats and the left are talking all about undermine the Constitution and a threat to democracy. That's like their phrase phraseology now. It's driving me fucking crazy. They don't give a shit about the Constitution. Right. Same
1: people who say the Constitution is stupid. Yeah.
0: Uh, and weaken. Oh, here it is. <laughs> undermine the Constitution and weaken our democracy. The two in one. That's the that's their fucking phraseology now. That all of them are jumping on. It just pisses me off because you you fucking America haters. Keep that shit out of your mouth. Um. So she they say that um uh Justice Thomas was the only dissenter in a recent eight to one Supreme Court ruling that Trump cannot withhold certain documents from the House of Representatives, January six committee. So they're saying the fact that that uh, Clarence Thomas was the only judge that uh, said that he can. It means that he's totally on board with his wife and and that uh, and that he was part of the whole. I, first of all, I don't fucking care. I'm actually on board with his wife. I think he shouldn't. He shouldn't have um, conceded. Um, I'm not saying like not move out of the White House. Just say, don't come out and say, I can see. Just don't say it.
1: Um, In other words, pull a Stacey Abrams.
0: Yeah. I, at this point, you go, it, I was robbed. This was fraudulent. But uh, or this was uh, rigged, rigged. Not fraudulent. This is a rigged election. I was robbed. Fuck you. Wait, are you quoting Stacey Abrams now? Because it sounds like you are. But at this point, I don't care that she said that. She's emotional, she's she's upset, just like we all were about this bullshit. And she can say what she wants. She doesn't have any power to enforce any of that. But they're saying because she's the wife of uh, Justice uh, Clarence Thomas, that yes, she does. No, sorry.
1: Well... And I understand the calls for if this case goes to court, she's involved, that he should recuse himself. Okay. Okay. Cool. I yeah, get, yeah. Fair I'm, enough. I'm on board with that. I mean, if it involves your wife, yep, yeah. I'm maybe on you board. Should yep, just be, I'm tapping out yeah, on this one. Of course. That makes sense. Absolutely. But you should not be – why should he have to resign because she said something, whether you think it was stupid or not, whether you think it was unpatriotic or not, it certainly wasn't treasonous. Well – And Betty McCollum called for him to resign. Elon Omar called for him to be impeached.
0: Yeah. Well, um, another Minnesota embarrassment.
1: I was going to. Brotherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in fairness, I don't know if she did that. Probably not. But she did marry him. Yeah. So, So, again, something else that has been proven. But you know, they just don't know. Ginny Thomas
0: so. has long been known for her outspokenly conservative political activism, while Justice Thomas has been staunchly conservative voice of the High Court for thirty years accounting. Uh in an interview with the Washington Free Beacon, Ginny explained that her marriage to Justice Thomas doesn't mean they collude in their professional lives. Quote Like so many married couples, we share many of the same ideas, principles, and aspirations for America but we have our own separate careers and our own ideas and opinions too. Clarence doesn't discuss his work with me and I don't involve him with my work
1: unquote. Okay. Well, I don't believe that they don't, there isn't some commingling of what they talk about, but as a married person, I'll tell you the, the frequency with which you agree on stuff, it isn't that high, you know? I mean, because you're just, because you're married doesn't mean you necessarily agree more than two regular people well, would. And also, just because she has political opinions,
0: she's not benefiting off, like financially off her political opinions on any of this. It's, it's not like collusion to do some fraud. And she has no power to do anything. Yeah, but she has opinions. And you know what? If he's influenced by those opinions... So be it. You can be influenced by watching CNN. You can be influenced by reading the Washington Post. You can be influenced by the people in your lives. As long as you're not doing it for illegal purposes, such as, you know, defrauding people or, or you know, uh, like Pelosi does to get her stocks, all that kind of shit. Then you're, it's fair game to have a
1: discussion with your wife about politics. Um, and last I checked, he's in a position where he's supposed to be open to influence. Isn't he? A what? judge? Aren't you supposed to be open to people influencing you with their arguments? I guess, yeah. 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 So to say, well, she could influence him, as it should be. Yeah. And He's a
0: judge. It's, it's in the title. It, so people on the left, you're telling me that her having a political agenda or opinion um, and her voicing that political agenda and opinion to her husband means that he's compromised? Yeah. I don't understand the thought process.
1: The thought process is they don't like him. Yeah.
0: So, therefore... And then they'll go, well, what about-ism? They'll go, you guys uh, get pissed off because uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband buys a bunch of stocks and they're getting rich off these stocks because... I'm like, that's because it's fraudulent. Because there's there's actual fraud happening.
1: It's not the definition of insider trading, but damn, it's a synonym. Right. I mean, it's so close. But
0: just because she, uh, Thomas's wife, has a political agenda and opinion and that she feels strongly about politics... um, Okay, how how is she going to gain by his judgments? By him making certain judgments, how is she going to financially gain on that?
1: Well, see, it's not financial. It's uh, it's intellectual. It's um, okay. Fine. So it's uh, um, methodological. It's uh, that
0: we've got we've got uh, people that go in front it's of Congress. Influential. It's all the time that that lobby to get things done, and sometimes their their lobbying works. Is that fraudulent? No.
1: Well, it kind of should be. I hate I lobbyists. Don't, I don't think so. I, I think, hate I think
0: I think depending on the, the, the word has some because connotation because there's some shitty lobbyists out there. But if you have a company like before the NRA went you know, very ineffectual, NRA is a lobby. And it's a lobby because, because, they went because us gun owners could get together and, and figure out what to do to get the politicians to listen to us so you have a representative do it for you. That's a lobbyist. That's what lobbyists are supposed to do.
1: I know. The part I don't like about the lobbyists is when they you know, they using the NRA as just one of Thousands of examples. They take the money that you contribute to the NRA to go there and contribute to uh, a campaign. Right. And,
0: and, and, and have ex- extravagant dinners. That's where that it starts to get shitty for me. Yeah. But the idea of it is not a bad
1: idea. No, I get it. I get lobbying. And everything, people for what you everything want. that
0: gets put into practice by
1: people becomes corrupted by people.
0: Well, yeah. It's because <laughs> people suck. Yeah. That's why the government, that's why the founding fathers created so many um, uh, roadblocks to people f- fucking up the. The government, based on
1: no, you have to you have to stop talking about them because they own they were white and they owned land and they were slaves, yeah. slaveholders. They, so they understood every
0: one of them was. They all understood the what the propensity of human beings can basically devolve into uh, chaos and and uh, and um, personal gain. Actually, chaos wasn't one, but personal gain and like uh, corruption, and uh, and they knew that, and they tried to build a government based around just adjusting
1: for that well before we uh transition to another topic and that's going to be a great segue in a minute um it it does point out to me that um you know when you're talking about just the the corruption in government in here it's it's something we just don't talk about you know and how all this stuff i mean yeah people are corrupt they corrupt the system um People will also talk about, like I said, that the Constitution is the same. People who will say you're undermining the Constitution will get on TV and literally say the Constitution is trash because it was it was done by white slaveholding, not representative. Right. So you know there were no black voices, there weren't no Latina voices, there were there was none of this stuff. How could they create Brewster? Tell me right. this. Answer me this. How could they create a representative government if none of the folk
0: were being represented?
1: How about this? If they really wanted to keep those people out of the process, why didn't they just say, women will never be allowed to vote. You have to have land to vote. Why why didn't they just do that? They put a system in there where you could change it however you wanted to change it. And guess what? It got changed because that was part of the damn plan. I mean, they added amendments to it before they were even done. Yep. So don't give me the shit about how they were trying to lock everybody else out of the process. So anyway, transitioning – To a topic we've talked about before, but I want to talk about again, there's some more shit with this uh, uh, Penn swimmer that I I just can't let go. I can't. Um, And it's because I saw an article, I believe it was The Atlantic, it's talking about, it was, uh, I'm going to give you all the evidence here as to why it's it's okay. So there, it didn't provide any evidence. It basically just said, uh, William Thomas... You know, I'm sorry, I just dead named Leah. Um, When he was swimming, he was absolutely one of the elite athletes, the elite swimmers in the country. Bullshit. Because he was, oh, no, no, hang on, because I'm going to hit you with the facts. Mm. Okay. Uh, Because they say, yeah, sure, he was never ranked higher than 462nd. But he specialized in a couple of events. One of them was the one he swam as a woman. Um, and i say he swam it as a woman because he ain't a woman uh
0: but the 200 or the 500 one of those two.
1: the 1650.
0: oh gee now another one okay
1: no that was it that was what he won the national championship for um you just
0: broke a record in the 200 or something or one of the two five or two one of the two
1: yeah but not the i think he broke the U penn record but first of all swimming for U penn it's an Ivy league school it's basically division three if you are Swim, if you are an elite going to the Olympics kind of swimmer, you aren't at the University of Pennsylvania. Which, by the way, the women's team had never won a conference championship even until he showed up. Okay, so we're not talking a prestigious swim school. And that's where William Thomas was. Uh, so ranked 462nd. He wound up in a couple events being like they'll take like the top 16 to go to the NCAA finals in one event. So he makes the top 16 or just, I think he just missed the top 16. And they said, so he was an elite swimmer anyway, but then, you know, he took all this estrogen and everything, which knocked down his testosterone. So um, his times are about the same. And I'm just going, listen to what you're saying here. You're on the one hand, you're saying, you know, it doesn't matter that he's dominating because he took this, this testosterone suppressant. But then you're also saying that basically his times were pretty much the same. So then it didn't work? Mm-hmm. So you can't say that you're taking the testosterone suppressor and all this estrogen and everything to take away your advantage and then say you were basically the same. But because of where you ranked, it's okay. This is just there – w- there was no evidence there. And what they really didn't get into, and I mentioned this before and for people who don't know much about swimming, there's your split times and everything. What they're finding is when he swam his 200, his first 100 is slower than his last 100. If you take a 100-yard dash and you split it up and how fast they ran the first 50 and how fast they ran the last 50, you start slowing down. You know? Yeah. So so he's obviously, and uh, Caitlyn Jenner brought this up and said – they said, well, what do you he's think about back. this? And he goes, he's holding back. He's obviously holding back, you know, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to win well, everything. And other
0: people said that, too, that, uh, well, you can't. He won one, but then he lost, uh, like, some other ones. He's like, you don't think maybe he tanked those because this is the one that was important to him?
1: Yeah, he gets to say he's the NCAA champion and, you know, he wants to be on the women's yeah. Olympic team. And
0: Listen, if you're a male who is mentally damaged and thinks you're a female, because that's what it is. You have a mental issue. You have a mental... um a mental problem um, and you think you're a woman. Okay. You need, we need to work on that. You, you need to, you need to accept that you're not a woman uh, above and beyond that. While you're working through that, you can't sit there and think that you're going to be um, competing with women and not be considered a fucking asshole. I don't understand people that think this is okay. And that give them accolades and think this is great. You, 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 you have plenty of other opportunities to be your authentic self and consider yourself female in your own mind and, and wear the uh, outer garments and lipstick, putting lipstick on a pig. You can do all that and you can and you can live your life not competing with women. So what is this thing about competing against women that makes you such a fucking hero and makes you so make, makes them give you accolades? It's you were a fucking asshole. You need to. And we don't we don't need to make excuses for that. Right. So I I just don't, they're like, uh, Stephen Crowder did a, did a change my mind thing recently where he was talking about, I don't think biological males should be competing against women in sports.
1: Oh, and he ended that, uh, Rolling Stone reporter's career.
0: Yeah. But before that, Rolling Stone reporter that tried to lie about the stats of intersex. Didn't even try to lie. Successfully lied. Well, lied. And then Stephen actually called him out on it. Stephen said there's 0.01% 0.01% Point zero one percent of the population is is actual transsex, like intersexed. Yeah, it's even it's even less there's at, like at, more zeros. Point zero one percent. Anyways, this guy's like, no, it's point one something, 0.15 One point eight. Yeah, so so uh he tried to brace says, bring it up on Google, and the guy's like ready to go, and he's like he's like, it's here, right here. And and Stephen Crowder's like, I already knew what study he was talking about, because it wasn't a medical study, it was just Amnesty International, not Amnesty, but one of these um, I think
1: abstract something from
0: um, and he goes, no, no, what about the, what about a medical reputable medical? Well, Wikipedia says no, a reputable medical. And he pulls up the medical journal and he goes, see, and he goes, no, 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 let me see what that says. And and finally are ready. He's like, no, the medical yeah. journal just said that although yeah. other things say 1.6, it's more like 001 or 001.
1: 8%. Yeah, and the guy was like, yeah, well, whatever, and starts putting his phone away. He goes, well, let me see it. And he goes, I'm not giving you my phone. Yeah. And Crowder said, we got a screenshot of his phone. He goes, the tech isn't good enough to see the article, but it's good enough to see the layout, like the found, homepage yeah. and everything. And he goes, we found it. Here's the article. He puts it on there, and it basically says what Steven was saying. But the whole thing was that guy's whole point was
0: a distraction from the actual argument. That was, not, it was pointless to bring that up. Yeah. And uh and so, but before that, uh, Crowder had a very long conversation with another student that was actually a reasonable student and I actually had a discussion with him on it. And uh, um, first off, the student was wondering, well, why, why did you, why do you phrase it that way? Is his first thing, why do you phrase it? Uh, should biological men be uh, competing against women? Why don't you go trans women? Why didn't you say that? And he goes, well, because that's not, because that, that obfuscates what it really, what's really happening. And, and he does words matter. Yeah. And Steve Crowder didn't say this, but one of the things you say, you would say to that is that that's a confusing term and it's meant to be confusing because when people say trans woman, a lot of nobody understand. Like there's people out there that think, oh, that's a man who a, a woman who was a man before or a, a, a man who was a woman. You know, it's like nobody. Well,
1: honestly, if you say to me, a trans woman. I will say, is that a man who was a woman, or is that a woman who was a man? I don't
0: know. Yeah, but it's it's almost like meant to be. Right. Uh, confusing. So biological male against women is very, like you said, words matter. Um, I don't know what my point was with this because there was more to it, but that's one of the issues he had with it. Oh, it's uh it's. The, he asked him, "Well, then what should we do?" He goes, "Well, I mean, we should just have we should allow people that want to compete and want to be in sports. Everybody." should benefit from that. If you want to be involved in that, he goes to the detriment of, of others. He goes, no, he goes, well, what about women that are being beaten out by this, that are losing, losing, um, you know, scholarships, losing, you know, positions, losing the ability to, to make money by ju- being on a team where they could compete and get recognition. What about them? He goes, well, I mean, they, they could, they could lose out to other women that are genetically superior to them. So why not, why not, um, uh, a male or a male that transitioned, I was like, that makes no fucking sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's so stupid. I mean, just, uh, I was listening to uh, Clay and Buck again today, and they were talking about that same thing. And they said, if you poll just regular people, everyday people, and asked what percentage of people um, believes that trans, uh, whatever Leah Thomas is, a biological male should be allowed to compete with women, they'll say a majority of the country, a very large majority, because uh, a large majority of conservatives, but even like over 50% of liberals will say, no, they shouldn't do that. And so we've got this minority of people holding up an even smaller minority of people to the majority and saying, if you don't agree with this, you're a hateful bigot. And this is the party that is supposed to be Science is the thing
0: Yeah, I don't get why even the left are condoning this or celebrating this if you had a Superman real all of a sudden we had Superman came to earth and, and uh, was going around saving people with his superpowers and then he decided one day eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the Olympics for uh, for every Olympic event and he won every Olympic event got the gold medal because he has superpowers they go well he's an alien with superpowers and they go but people go well that's fair
1: No, they'd say we have to ban sunlight.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) For those who don't get it, Superman gets his powers
0: from the yellow sun. Um, Yeah, so if there was no sunlight, if we did all the events in the dark, then he wouldn't have any competitive advantage.
1: But see, and here's the funny thing. The people who would say, and this blends right in the Leah Thomas thing, the people who would say, no, 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 he can compete because you know what? He's just better, and it's fair. Let him compete. Um, And they say, besides, we ban sunlight. You can be like, yeah, but... He grew up as Superman. It doesn't matter if it's dark outside now. He is yeah. Superman. He got the power yeah. in the beginning. Uh, Leah Thomas, and I'll call him Leah because that's what he wants to be called. I won't say she because it's a dude. Yeah. Um, will will benefit from having bigger shoulders, more muscle. Bigger feet, bigger hands. Lung capacity. Yeah, lung capacity, bigger heart, all of that stuff. All of the advantages men have. You know? And it, this whole thing, I think, started way before Leah Thomas with that John McEnroe, Serena Williams thing. It was stupid. When they asked him, you know, is she the greatest tennis player? And he goes, she's best. He says, she's the greatest female tennis player, bar none. And they were like, why do you say female? And he's like, because she's a woman. And they're like, no, why don't you just say male? Or anybody, he goes because you're being ridiculous. Because Serena and v- Venus were
0: both beat on the same day by a middling t- male tennis player that was a drunk
1: level 200. I it's mean, that's another was, thing.
0: I think that Stephen Crowder brought that up yeah. when he was talking.
1: about I don't know if he was a drunk. I don't know anything about that. All I know is he was ranked 200 and he beat them both easily. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think they said because they were cocking off about how they could you know beat any guy, and yeah. and then they said, well, maybe ranked 300. He already lost the argument, so. Leah Thomas was a was a below-average male swimmer who is now swimming as a woman and shattering women's records and, you know.
0: There was a bicyclist that did that, did that too, a, a male yeah. that competed against women and just blew them out of the water. Um, that happened a year ago. You don't hear much about that anymore. Um,
1: the difference is now you're starting to see, like, those three women who um, – Placed after Leah Thomas had their picture taken away from him. Yeah, I thought that was a
0: doctored photo when I first saw it. Yeah, I, I thought there's no way they're gonna um, they're gonna do this. You know, I, I thought they would do the whole thing where they just act like it's all hunky dory, and I thought I thought, thought for sure that was an edited photo.
1: Well, and I've said this before. Um, I think that those women should say, "I'm not going to compete." I also understand the risk they're running. I mean, they could get kicked off the team. They could lose scholarships. They could do all sorts of stuff. I mean, if you're going to somebody Univers- has to at this point, but, right? But if you're going to U Penn and you're studying to be a doctor, lawyer, economist, whatever, and you're there on a swimming scholarship and you get kicked off the team yeah. because of that's some real risk. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to be like Tim Pool, who says, "Oh, you have to stand up and fight for yourself," like Dennis Prager says, and you pointed out, "Hey, not everybody's a fighter." Yeah. Somebody somebody,
0: somebody at some point has to. I'm
1: not going to tell everybody they have to do that. But some people are starting to. Some people are starting to stand up and say, well, that's bullshit. And so now I guess they're talking about adding. So uh, like the top 16 qualify this for this. They're talking about adding a 17th. So now they can say, fine, Leah Thomas got in, but we're going to have a 17th anyway. Okay. So what happens when you have three trans swimmers in it? Because I got news for you. Leah Thomas is not going to be the last one. Yeah. You know? But there uh, was University of Arizona, which is actually a good swim team. The whole team came out with a letter that said, "Yeah, this is bullshit." So you're starting to see some people fight back a little.
0: Well, well even like even people like, uh, um, uh, what's her name that wrote the Harry Potter books,
1: J.K. Rowling.
0: J.K. Rowling is, is speaking up against this stuff. Uh, there's some bigger voices talking about it. There's and you said Jenner, yeah, it was Jenner, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is speaking out against Blair what's her name Blair white
1: Blair white isn't Blair white a uh, conservative
0: yeah but she's trans right? yeah I said she that's funny we talked about this before like she has passing privilege Yeah, it actually looks like a woman and it sounds like a woman you like sometimes you'll you will actually say she um but uh yeah I I don't I, I just don't understand I don't understand the amount of people out there that are celebrating this.
1: Did you say J.K. Rowling speaking out against Blair White? No,
0: no, against um, Leah Thomas.
1: Oh, Leah Thomas. Okay. So. I was going to say, I thought Blair White was on the no Leah Thomas side. Yeah. So. And again, I don't care what you want to be. I don't care what you want to dress like. I don't care what you want to um, be called. I care when you start telling me I have to say you're something you're not. And. Now I care when you're starting to compete against women.
0: I'm not celebrating and validating mental disorders.
1: Right, I'm not going to celebrate it. I just, just anybody I don't care.
0: any mental disorder. I'm not going to put like if you have depression, I feel bad for you, but I'm not going to validate your depression and say, "No, that's what people should at- should aspire to be depressed." They should aspire to that and we should celebrate that depression. No, you treat the depression for what it is. It's a problem for that person. And you should have empathy for that. Just like men that feel like they're women. Yeah. That's got to suck to feel that way. But guess what? You treat it. You don't celebrate them and validate them. And how do you treat it? Um, camps.
1: <laughs> like a fat
0: camp? No, it's like fat camps. Really? Trans camps. So what do you do? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> oh, you do allow, uh, you do allow what a lot of states have banned is the, um, what, the, the, Pray away the gay thing What is that
1: Oh yeah They call it
0: pray away the gay But it's not It's like It's where you have people Conversion therapy Yeah conversion therapy Has been banned I don't think it should be I think it should be Something You shouldn't have to Force people into Conversion therapy But it should be A legitimate thing For people to. There's people that Went through conversion therapy Go yeah I have Attraction like gay men that have attraction to other men go, I didn't like the lifestyle. I didn't like the fact that I was living like that. I wanted to live their traditional life and I'm religious. I, you know, I know it's against Christianity. So I went through conversion therapy and guess what? I sometimes struggle with some attraction to men, but I'm living a fulfilled life. I have a wife and, and children. I love my wife. I have attraction to her. I sometimes struggle with, with a same sex attraction, but it's, it's something I can deal
1: with because of this therapy I went through. Yeah. You can say we gotta, we gotta get rid of that because it shames gay people. Okay, fine. It, it might. You, you're the one calling people bigots and everything for thinking what they think. So you're not any better. I do agree that it shouldn't be any sort of force thing. No. And I think in the past, 30, 40 years ago, it probably was when people. Your family would force, yeah. Yeah. And I think in the past, there have been some pretty brutal means. For, I, I think they used to view homosexuality as like a mental disorder. And they'd actually use shock treatments on people. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's it's a deviation from the norm, so you could say it's it is a disorder. Well, yeah, I mean, it probably isn't technically. Like in the medical books, they probably change language, so it's not technically. But thinking you're a, a woman trapped in a man's body or a man trapped in a woman's body is a mental disorder, I, no matter how they redefine how, what. it I is I agree with
1: that. I'm just saying, if you wind up, if you are gay, I don't necessarily think that's a disorder. You like what you like,
0: you know. I think so. it's a it's a miswiring of your brain. Of your, I mean, you're not meant to be that way. I mean, the animal kingdom, which we're part of, is meant to procreate. And that's why you have opposite sex attraction. It's a normal thing. It's abnormal. It's a deviation to have same sex attraction. Doesn't mean you're bad. Doesn't mean you're evil. Doesn't mean you can't live a fulfilled life. But it is a deviation. It's abnormal. And if you want to correct that with some sort of therapy, more power to you.
1: Well, I mean, in a way it's not a perfect analogy, but that's like saying being left-handed is a deviation. It is a deviation. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have a mental disorder or anything. And it's not going to harm society. Right. But, I don't know,
0: people said once we uh, start allowing gay marriage, the slippery slope, it's going, and here we are. Yeah.
1: Here we are. Yeah, I still think that you don't get, you you know, I think your average gay person, and we know a few, is not like these radical sort of, you know, we got to we need to swing our dicks around in parades in front of children. <laughs> exactly. We
0: need to wear butt plugs and parade around with leashes in front of with children with horse tails on them. Yeah, that's the kind of shit that drives me crazy. It's like if you're gay and you see that, you've got to under you you do realize that that is a whole another level of, of is,
1: is there a heterosexual deviation. equivalent to that? Because they say, you know, I'm I'm proud to be out because, you know, now I can live my life with the, I mean, is there a point where it's like I mean, they're the, the, there, is there a heterosexual parade somewhere that rises to the level that the San Francisco uh, Pride Parade does? I think
0: there's like uh, – isn't there like Brazilian parades where, where they really worship like the female body or like they have these women with these big asses and yeah, tits maybe. hanging out and they wear these big headdresses yeah, and I suppose shaking it could their booties around? And that's basically a celebration of the female form and, and, and men lusting after women and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe. So that might be the a, a, a somewhat of an equivalent. Eh, I'm each, sure there's children there to those. each their own, but I, I haven't been to a Brazilian whatever parade that is where they. But I've seen them. I've seen them images of them. You know, and I'm, I'm sure. I'm Got sure. Got some on a thumb sure, drive. I'm sure, in your computer? I'm sure they're considered family. No, it's far too tame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're considered family events, though.
1: You know. Yeah. No kidding. Um. Well, I just I think it's sad that there are people who are saying. It's okay to say what I know isn't right is right. I, I know there are plenty of people who get up there and agree with that Leah Thomas should be able to compete, but when you ask them privately you will not think that it's right. you know. And the fact that there's a lot of quote unquote feminists who are sticking up for this guy's right, to come in and wreck their sport, and by wreck their sport, I honestly mean wreck their sport. I mean, this is not hyperbole, mm-hmm. to shatter the records because he has a genetic advantage that the women cannot compete with. I I don't know why they're not screaming about that. You know. Yeah. It was funny. I saw a, uh, I saw a clip at the of the protests at the NCAA championships for this, and they had a group of feminists out there. Women saying, I don't know which party I belong to at this point because the Democrat Party done left me, basically. And they're saying it's not okay for a a man to come in and do this at a woman's sport. And then they had a woman saying, No, it's okay. And this is just transphobia. Well, guess what that woman was? That was a transitioning guy. Mm, Okay. And when I don't get I I'm serious. I'm not trying to make fun here. I am totally confused about how a guy. who becomes a woman or considers himself a woman now says, hey, gay rights, because still wants to sleep with women. Yeah. You're not a woman and you're not gay. Okay. <laughs> so
0: Matt Walsh just had a thing where he. You read, mean that hateful bigot? Yeah, He read about a a man who put out a tweet about how he, he had transitioned to a woman and that he just went through his first period. And bear with me on this. We're going to keep going with this. Just, just had his first period and my goodness, the cramps, how do they allow people to live with these cramps? It's so pain. And okay, now we're going to go on to how fucking retarded that is because he is not having period cramps. He never will have period cramps because he's not a woman. He doesn't have a womb. And then, Matt Walsh goes, but then you look at all the comments and all the likes. It's like thousands and thousands of likes, thousands of affirming comments going, girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Okay. Just take some my doll. And what I do, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like it's like you're feeding into a fucking delusion. You know what half those commenters were, though? Also transitioning men. Sure. But uh, it's a, it's it's feeding into a delusion that's not healthy. These, this is not something that society can go. Okay, that's not a problem. Just let them be. That, that, that'd be one thing, you know. There's there's been trannies forever. There's been men dressed up as women and women dressed up as men since I don't know, probably the dawn of time. Who knows? But it's not been a something you affirm as a societal thing, like or or, or celebrate as a, as a societal norm.
1: And see that was that's what was wrong with our yeah. culture is we didn't celebrate. Yeah. It.
0: There's more and more girls being um that are considering themselves bi trans or not trans um non-gender conforming was the term for lumping it all together more and more girls are coming out like that and it's because they're they're being indoctrinated to think that that's what they need to say or do to get validation because they're feeling weird or or uncomfortable in their bodies at that age and these teachers these fucking groomer teachers you know there's the a lot of the big techs are starting to ban the, the the term groom the, the word groomers
1: no but it doesn't surprise me
0: um so they're trying to limit how you can express yourself against
1: this so do you have to call yourself a dog barber at that point yes I <laughs> i'm a dog barber but boy we're all over the place um well i know we're coming up on time but i want to finish up on this and i'm not going where you think i'm probably going with this okay. although i will discuss it very briefly i want to talk about the oscars
0: oh yeah we we need to discuss we're not going to discuss the slap
1: all I want to say about the slap is Will
0: Smith slapping Chris Rock
1: yeah all we have to say is the slap everybody knows I heard someone say if that was Dwayne Johnson up there who made that joke and he's not a comedian I get that but if he was the presenter and he said hey uh, Jada GIJ2 can't wait for it blah 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 Will Smith is not going up and slapping the rock no he's not no you know and that was a that was a chicken shit move for him to do. Well, I mean, everybody's talked about this, but it, it really was.
0: If you look at the whole sequence of events, Will Smith was laughing before well, he looked over at Jada who and gave saw, him the that death stare. saw that she was pissed. And then decided, oh, I got to be pissed. Goes up to the stage, slaps him. Comes back from the stage, has this weird look on his face that doesn't look like rage. It just looked weird.
1: It was it was too much adrenaline.
0: Yeah, that you we know how know your, how to, yeah, your lips
1: sort of get shaky and you're kind of yeah. jumpy. And then
0: he sat down, and then he really had to sh- prove to Jada that he was he was looking out for her because they have an open fucking relationship. He's cucked by her, and mm. he uh, he feels emasculated by her, and he probably I think there's some someone talking about how he even threw like a surprise party for her that pissed her off birthday party recently. Yeah. I don't know. And so he's been pissing her off and not, not knowing what to do and being emasculated by her. And then this happens and he laughs at the joke and looks over and she's like, it's just another fucking example of you, you know, whatever. And he's like, Oh shit, I better do. It's just
1: so fucking dumb. Well, Jocko Willink was talking about it. He goes, you're going to slap somebody. He goes, it's okay to slap them. He goes, you don't have to punch somebody and knock him out. He goes, a slap means you're out of line. Cut it up. He said, "But if you do that, you know why it happened. You know, he's a comedian up there doing his thing." Well,
0: slapping is, is is more um, demeaning to the person you're slapping than punching them. At least when you go up and punch a dude, you're acknowledging that this is a fight and uh, you know bring it. Whereas with the slap, it's like you're a little bitch. Yeah. So I, I think the slap is is more demeaning, and I think. Well, Jocko was saying it's meant to be.
1: Yeah, and it's harder for somebody getting slapped to decide, do I escalate this into a full-on fistfight? Well, but the other thing he said is he goes, it's a bullshit move for you to slap somebody and walk away. He goes, you're going to slap somebody. You better be ready. He goes, I would have loved to have seen Chris Rock with a year of serious Bra- Brazilian jiu-jitsu training jump on his back and choke him out." But you know what? If Will Smith or if someone come, came up
0: and slapped me and turned their back at me and walked away – I don't think my initial reaction would be to, like, to grab him or, or punch him. It'd, it'd be like, okay, because I'd be a little bit like, okay, what do I do now? In that setting, you wouldn't be, because you'd be like, holy but shit. But if he came up at me, squared up, punch, or threw a punch at me, then it'd be on. And you would, but if a guy comes up, slaps you, which you're not expecting. You get the slap, you're like, oh, fuck. And then he just turns his back and walks away. It'd be hard to decide, how do I, how do I, how do I deal with this without looking like the asshole? If you were in a bar
1: with your your gal and some guy walked up and just slapped you for no reason and turned and walked away you would not pull the Chris Rock you would I know you well enough. you wouldn't sit there like what well, and just let it you would probably be like what the fuck just yeah, happened yeah I'd go up to him okay, and, hey
0: fucker and, yeah, I, and exactly. I'd grab him by his shoulder turn around and say what
1: the fuck mm-hmm.
0: and then I'd square up and I'd mm-hmm. be like it's on but i don't think i'd immediately like punch him in the back of the head or choke him out i'd nope. be like I, I understand. i'd turn it into a fight
1: no i understand yeah, yeah but he was saying that's what you need but to ready be But it would be stunned you'd be stunned you like what the fuck he said um you know will doing that and we've already talked about this way more than I wanted to but he said him doing that was knowing that chris rock couldn't do anything back which was a bitch move yeah anyway the reason i wanted to talk okay. about the oscars was i think the best picture was won by coda uh children of Death children of deaf adults and it was this award and the uh best actor and best supporting actress that sort of pushed me over the edge i didn't watch it i just watched like everybody else the clips of it uh, i heard a joke that said the best part for will smith was that only about 17 people saw that live you know yeah um anyway so the guy who wins best actor for coda is actually deaf and they can't say, hey, first deaf actor to win, because Marley Matlin won for Children of Lesser God like 25 years ago. Okay? Or 35 years ago, or whatever it was. But she's also in this movie. But they had to say, you know, at least this entire cast in the movie was deaf. So now deaf people are getting the recognition they deserve. And I'm like, good God. Yeah. And so then the woman who wins for um west side story best supporting actress wins the same one that rita moreno won in like 1965 for the exact same role best supporting actress blah 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 she gets up there she's also latina and she goes you know i remember sitting in my mom's white ford focus and riding along and seeing rita moreno win this and thinking you know i could be that too you know this uh, this uh openly queer latina blah 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 And I'm like, they're adding so many qualifiers to this. Are we going to say pretty soon is it going to be left-handed, blind in one eye, queer, openly gay, Latina? Seriously, when are you just fucking people? When are you – why do you always have to be some thing? And when is it that you're not – you're the newest because you have one more sort of societal bullshit credential to throw next to your name?
0: It's all part of the – what is it? The – uh, Olympics, the uh, Disability Olympics, not disability. The
1: Yeah, I know what you're the saying. Term. Diversity Olympics. Diversity
0: Olympics where
1: See, what I think, is, it's just plain narcissism. Not diversity. It's another word.
0: Like disability, it's
1: along those terms.
0: Yeah. Why am I not thinking of it? Where you're a no, victim and, Olympics or whatever. Yeah. You know, where you're a victim class, so there's all these different offshoots of that um, that you have to be part of. You have to click that. But it's funny, there's... I. You can't be like a um, – you can't be a blind – or a, a seeing person and play a blind person anymore. They have to – otherwise, you get called out. You, they have, If they have a, a role for a blind person in a show or a movie nowadays, it's got to be a blind person playing that role now, according to them. You
1: can't just be an actor and pretend to be blind. do not you hear what the NFL did? This will push you over the edge. So the NFL has what's called the Rooney Rule, which means when you interview for a new head coach – one of the people you interview has to be a black person. That's just nonsense. Well, it's nonsense in the sense that um, what happens very often is they will interview a black candidate, and if that candidate didn't turn out to be the best one, and then they just go, well, I was just the token black guy they interviewed. And you know what? That's absolutely true. Now, sometimes they hire that black coach, but the idea that they say, uh, well, you know, most of the players are black, but very few of the head coaches are black. Those are two different skill sets. You can be a great player and a bad coach. You can be a bad player and a good coach. Just because you are black and played in the NFL doesn't mean you will be a good coach.
0: Did this did this recently happen, the Rooney Rule?
1: No, the Rooney Rule has been around forever. But what they did now is they said every team in its front office has to have I, – I, I'm going to screw part of this up. I think a woman or a BIPOC, something like that, who's they had to create an extra position. Like on the offensive side of the ball, because defense has enough representation for some reason, but offense doesn't. There aren't enough like black offensive coordinators and there aren't enough women in. And so now the NFL is paying for you to have this position. That's unnecessary. It's redundant. It's, and they it's required that they work closely with the head coach and the offensive staff. I'm like, is there going to be a more hated person on these teams? I mean, you're already talking about a testosterone-fueled position anyway. Um, and a lot of black people tend to not be as forgiving when it comes to gay people or women. I, I'm totally stereotyping there. I don't think I'm wrong. Um, but... You know, you're gonna have you're gonna have a position where people generally aren't viewed favorably, and the league's gonna pay for it, so it doesn't cost the team anything. Ridiculous. And, I just, and, and this goes in with the uh, Disney isn't saying ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, or saying dreamers of all ages. I mean, they're full blown going woke.
0: Wasn't there just a recently? Um a guy who lost out on in a, in a coaching position, a black guy who decided he's going to sue the league just recently. And then turns out he's still suing even though he got passed over and the coach that got hired was another black man. Uh, that I just happened.
1: I don't think the other – it was the Dolphins coach. I can't remember who he is. I think he's got a legitimate complaint as to why he got uh, fired because – um, he had a decent record. He'd only no, been there, I, He'd only been there for a couple years. Fired.
0: It had to be a different one because it was about getting hired.
1: No, this guy interv- is.
0: Interviewing for being hired is what I heard. This no, is, so must be a different one.
1: No, it's the same guy. Um, fired as the Dolphins coach. Okay. And he was only in for a couple years. It, it looks like the Dolphins, who have been a terrible team for a long time, improved under him, and they just let him go. Look, I think Florida's an employment at Will State. You can do that. Um, and, you know, why they let him go is their business. It doesn't look good for them, though, having a black coach, one of the few ones who appeared to be doing well. Well, The issue was when he was going for a a position with the Giants, like uh, it wasn't the head coach, I don't think. It was uh, like an assistant offensive coordinator or something like that. It was a big-time job. Bill Belichick, who's the Patriots coach, texted him and said, hey, congratulations on the job. He meant to text the other guy who actually got it. So this guy's saying Bill Belichick even knew this guy was going to get the job before I even interviewed for it. you know. So it's sort of along those lines. There's there's some fluff in this lawsuit. It's definitely meant to make a splash. The, the news of it sort of went away. But the guy did have some good points. I don't know if they were necessarily racial, but it was an iffy firing. And that whole thing with Bill Belichick, I 100% believe the guy was interviewed because of the Rooney rule. Yeah. And because the head coach who came in knew who he wanted to hire. But didn't they hire a black guy? That's what I heard. I don't in, think so. The position. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Well,
0: then I'm not a sports ball sports ball aficionado, so I can't really You're not. I can't speak authoritatively on any of that. No. That's just uh it's just my truth.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> you just keep living it. <laughs> on that note. We should uh, we should call it a day. Yeah, we so, have all kinds of other topics, but we're not gonna get to them. No. So um Again, if you can uh, if you can interact with us on Facebook, that's great. It's the best place to get a hold of us. We would love your topic ideas, your feedback, your comments, all of that stuff. Like, share the podcast, all that. And I did mention uh, before I give a shout out to Andy who was like a big fan of the podcast. And Andy asked because he got mentioned on the podcast if he's kind of a big deal now. And I wanted to say, Andy, you're officially kind of a big deal. You're not a big deal. That's di- they're different. You know, when the big deals are having a meeting, you can be in the room, but you don't get to talk. So there, I
0: hope that closer no, i point. agree with that. You. It's kind of a big deal, Andy. Yeah. You're you're kind of a big deal.
1: See, Crow even said it.
0: So uh, also rate us on iTunes. I know it's kind of a pain in the ass, but if you have an iTunes account, quick go on their podcast thing because you can only really put reviews on iTunes for some reason that and that carries over to all the other um, uh, aggregates. So if you give us a five star review on iTunes, that would really help out too.
1: You can even say Crow sucks and he's got As shitty, the five stars yeah, shitty <laughs> opinions. Just uh, put the five stars and he won't care. See you, bye.